Welcome to the Weekend Shenanigans podcast, uh, episode 10, back from our summer break. You've got Bill. I'm Steven. I'm Cindy. And uh, we're back. Barely. Said, yeah, I mean, we made it, I guess. No? Yeah, this was a quick summer. Always is a quick summer. But it's now August, which means everybody's starting to focus on the 2018 football season. A couple other sports coming up too, volleyball and then basketball not too far off, but really football is kind of the one that's driving everybody's thoughts at this point in time. So uh, we thought we'd sit down, do a quick podcast about football season and kind of what we were thinking, what we see as uh, things to watch, kind of look at the schedule and see where we see wins, where we see losses, go through that kind of stuff, point out anything else we want. Other things to cover, I guess we could talk a little bit about college football in general, not just Georgia Tech. Yeah. The pitch. The pitch? Mm-hmm. Bosh. Oh, yeah, we can, we can talk baseball, too, if, if you want. The Braves are trying to trying to get into the playoffs. I think they might be in first place right now. Crushing it. Yeah. So, a couple, couple good sports things going on in Atlanta. All right. So I guess the uh, kind of in review of Georgia Tech football last month has been occupied by some news, yeah? The Adidas rollout, or lack thereof. Yep, that one. Adidas debacle. Yeah. So I guess what, what are your guys' thoughts? We, we finally now have, uh, there is Adidas stuff on the shelves somewhere, maybe? Can't order it all online yet. I have a pair of shorts. You got shorts? Adidas yeah. shorts? From yeah. the bookstore? I got them from Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> so, so that just happened to be there? Yeah, I was in the store and I felt the impulse. They had they had some t-shirts. They had a polo. Yeah, but don't ask to buy stuff at the bookstore, Cindy. That'd be way too much to ask. <laughs> way too much. So you know. some stuff at Dick's. The coaches' polos were there and now have sold out and then might be back. We're seeing different pictures of different polos so i hadn't seen a gold boy yet yeah that's what i'm waiting on yep i saw the gold polos there last week i mean i hadn't been to the bookstore yet i saw the ones at the bookstore i don't think they were the coaches polos i think they were just another tech gold polo they didn't have the coaches polos have some sort of like striping on the shoulders like a a i don't almost like tiger i just need a tiger pattern i just need a gold boy you know you'll you'll see no, it's not a stinger. You'll it's see. On, it. It's on. It's on. It's on every school. Yeah, it's the Adidas mm. brand this year's got this oh, gotcha. little pattern on the shoulders, and it, it looks like a. It looks like a like a tiger a little bit. No, like it, it's got a zigzaggy kind of. It looks like a ruffling or something. On yeah, it, it does kind of look like a. You'll see it, and you'll be like, "Oh!" And then you'll be watching a game this year, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, I see it on Miami's teams, coaches, or uh-huh. you'll see it on other coaches too." It's not just a tech thing. So besides gear that we can buy, we also have now seen jerseys. Thoughts on the jerseys? The jersey rollout, I thought, I mean, I like the new the new whites with the gold lettering. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. I think it looks, looks sharp, looks good. The way they did the rollout, I thought was interesting because they did it like, what night was that? It was like Friday one, night. Was it a Friday night and they yep. rolled it out like 9 p.m. or yep. something? So I, I saw... Something, I, I, it might have been a podcast with Todd Stansbury, or it was a, uh, an interview with him where he talked about the rollout. It looked um, fun if you were there, but like they sent the email out at the same time. Yep. 
So they did it for a couple specific reasons that he mentioned. Um, and I guess the concept was you weren't going to get 40,000 people, so don't worry about inviting the masses was kind of his thoughts behind uh-huh. it. Right. Um, so they did invite a small group of young alumni, big donors. Um, like it was kind of a, a little more diverse. It wasn't just the high rollers and it wasn't just people involved with the program. Um, Does that make it feel more exclusive? I guess. I want to know how you get an invite. Obviously, you're neither young nor donating enough, I guess. <laughs> That's what I told him. I mean, you buy you buy a new locker room for $4.5 million, I'm sure you would have gotten the invite. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing that was big about it was Roman Reigns was there, which I, he was the model for the new uniforms, kind of did that whole thing. I it, it sounded like he had some restrictions, and that was his availability. And they he wanted. Was, he was actually supposed to be at the WWE show in Augusta, but he skipped out on it. It's good that you didn't have tickets to that. To go nice. to this. <laughs> this is way better than anything in Augusta. So, um, but they talked about the reach that he has on social media and kind Jeez. of the the right. desire to get to a bigger audience, become a, a more well known national brand. Um, and they put some numbers up there, and I can't remember if it was just him or if it was him and WWE who have like basically 4 million Twitter followers as opposed to Georgia Tech football that has 50,000. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. It's terrible <laughs> that we have 50,000. Yeah, that's fine. But like the concept of multiplying your reach by, you know. No, I get that. Another million people or 5 million people or however many it was. Like that's that does seem a little bit more important if you're scheduling than, hey, we need to do it on a Saturday or on a day. Like, yeah, Friday night's a weird time to announce news like that. Yeah. But anybody who was a diehard was going to find out about it, whether it was on Tuesday night or Friday night or, you know, whatever. Yeah, so. I was out doing something, and then my phone started blowing up my group chat. Yep. But, yeah, I did like the, the uniforms. Um, I'm with you, Cindy. I like the gold numbering. Uh, it reminded me of kind of the 90s. That gold is reminiscent of the 90s, I feel like, like early 90s. Yeah, it, it's a little more, I guess, I, in watching some videos that Steven was just playing, the last, I don't know, five or six years, I guess we've had dark numbers as the exclusive numbers on the whites. Right. Um, and so having the gold numbers on the whites, I guess, is the what reminds me of like the Joe Hamilton days. Like That's what it feels like to me, is like the mid to late 90s uniforms which sad to say it was 20 years ago now but i liked them because of that it reminded me of what i watched growing up when i was going to tech games yeah for sure i like the uh i just like the, the whole white on white I think it's gonna look real sharp yeah you like the white pants mm-hmm. see i don't particularly like the white pants i like i like gold pants a lot too yeah i like the gold pants with the white jerseys like the, that's home colors to me and I don't particularly like the all white look head to toe only for a white out yeah maybe that's what it is maybe it's that I like it in very specific occasions but not not always so I don't know other thoughts on uniforms Different. I think some people were disappointed there wasn't any navy options see I've always disliked navy as, yeah. as a jersey color but if you look at the 1990... They had Navy. They had Navy. Yeah, Navy. There have been teams that we, we wore Navy oh, we've had in, Navy before. In 2005. We wore Navy in the Orange Bowl. Yep. In 2014. 2014. Yeah. 
Like, I, I get that we've worn navy before, but to me, a navy jersey does not say Georgia Tech. I don't think so either. Like, I think gold or white are, are jersey colors. I want it to come out with the solid gold, boys. Solid gold. Solid gold. And I, I don't mind the white pants with the gold jerseys. I like that, too. Like, something... That was the tax layer. Yeah, we're white and gold. Yeah. Like, so, I, and I get we will have a navy jersey before too long just because you can sell more jerseys. They said there was a rumored third option, that, but it hasn't been released yet. Stansbury oh, okay. said that probably wouldn't happen this year in, in whatever my article. I, it might have been Ken Segura on the AJC that I was reading all this in, but he is, basically is said... He no, he's not. Hmm. He's basically set down roots, like, seems to enjoy covering the team, but I think he it was his article and Todd said that they have discussed third jerseys, but these were the jerseys for this year. Which kind of is a little surprising, um, and I, I, I suppose that could be different in a bowl game, because we have to get permission to wear white as the home team. Yeah. So I assume we've already gotten that permission with everybody we've scheduled for this year. Otherwise, we would have had to have released a, a second color to plan on wearing something that contrasted white. But... Knowing that we could go to a bowl game and play somebody who, you know, what if we get lined up against a Penn State that wears white a lot or something, you know, that another team that that's kind of their color too. You think Penn State's going to make it to the Final Four for the National Championship? Maybe. Hmm. I mean, they lost Saquon, but. I mean, that's the only way we're going to see them. Yeah, maybe. Or they'll see us. (laughs) All the way. I I suppose they could have an extra jersey produced, produced then, but I don't know. We shall see. I mean, yeah, if we make it to the national championship in the, in the playoffs, we, we should be able to come with another jersey. Playoff only jersey? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. All gold. Well, maybe an ACC jersey, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah ACC championship jersey. I like it. I like it. Okay. So why don't we run down the schedule real quick and uh, cover anything that you want or have to say about our opponents or thoughts on games. Um, Cindy, you want to keep track of, of picks here? Do we want to log this? Oh, yeah. We, do we want to log picks for how we're, how we're doing this season? You know, I love a little, little gamble. Yeah. I love a little, little friendly competition. All right. September 1st, Saturday, 1230 kick on the ACC Network with Alcorn State. Yeah, I think we're all going for a win versus Alcorn, right? I'm winning across. The, I'm winning across the whole board. I know it's yours. Steven's going for W's <laughs> you don't even all the way to, down. You don't yeah. even have to put Stevens down. No, I don't know. Yeah. Nice, nice. I'm a little upset that our first three games are at 12, 12.30. I mean, I guess the two away ones I don't really care too much about, but you should care. You know, every game matters, Cindy. I know it matters, but I'm not going to be tailgating those games, so. Well, this one let's let's stick with the first first game. We'll get into the second two. Um, are you more excited to see Tech play or see Alcorn State's band? Tech play. Oh, I forgot they had that great band. They've got a great band. <laughs> tech play. It's Tech play, but it's not as far off as like this game should be a blowout. It should be one that you win by fifty points. Hopefully, uh, like the. Uh, the Competition won't be there. It's it's a scrimmage, basically. I'll be getting a snack and shopping for some new Adidas gear in the stadium at twenty five percent off. Turn half. That's exactly what I'm up to. Is so you like, want to be watching the game? You 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 want to see the band though? Oh yeah, I'm watching halftime. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. no I'll, I'll be. He's gonna be. I'll be out. Oh, in halftime? the halftime? Yeah. Oh no, yeah, you have to yeah. for halftime, and then when the third quarter starts after the band's played, then you can go shopping. Mm-mm. 
You can you're gonna need to see that band. They're good. I'm good. It's gonna yeah. be really hot, probably. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's gonna be real hot. It's always hot, hot. hot. Well, lucky for you, you'll have that brand new water bottle to take in. Yeah. <laughs> cool you down. Yeah. Share it between you and your three children. Stand in line at the water fountain <laughs> to fill it up. Can't look away free ice from the concession No, stand. God, no. Oh, God. <laughs> They're going to install, like, those above. You've been to the airport where they've got the, like, Nalgene water bottle fillers on the tops of the oh, water yeah. fountains. Mm-hmm. They're going to install those all around the stadium. So you're going to get 65-degree fountain water. Like, it won't be boiling, but ice. Good yeah. one. They'll make you pay for that. All right. Second game. When? Saturday, Saturday, September 8th at USF. That's going to be a hot game. ABC, ESPN. I don't mind this one being at noon. Two reasons. Noon might be the coolest time of day to play that game in fucking Tampa. That's possibly true. Like, 7 o'clock might still be just as hot as noon. Tampa thinks. We still still be like on the upswing of getting hot. Right. <laughs> but Versus by three o'clock. Already hot. Like the, the storms will be coming in. Exactly. You might get it in ahead <laughs> of the storms. It's definitely better than a three o'clock kick. For sure. So. Great. Let's get national TV, ABC, ESPN2, be the first game on that day after everybody's real pumped. Like, again, good national exposure. Yeah. There's already been one NFL game on, so, yeah, it'll be good. Yep. So, uh, I'm going to chalk that one up as a win as well. I I like our odds there. I think that one's close. I'm super worried about this game. I am too. But if I have to go one way or the other, that feels like a game that we should be able to, to win. So my betting part of me wants to just take the odds. Oh <laughs> yeah, is there a spread? Is there a spread? Like, can I get some points? But like, I'm gonna hope and pray that we we can go two and zero the first part of the season. Yep, yeah, I'll wash off mine. <laughs> Third game of the season, back on the ACC Network, Saturday, September fifteenth at Pitt, twelve thirty. Anybody uh, got thoughts about Pitt this year? Somebody says they're good. Every one of the advanced statistics puts them, like, right in our range. Like, supposed to be kind of 4-4 four and four in the ACC, in the Coastal. You know, that's where they, they've kind of pegged us to. This one's a road game. We have had extreme problems with Pitt recently. Yep. No, we've had one-point problems with Pitt. Yes, we've had recently. It. Come find out, that's enough to lose them. Yep, yep. Show sure is. Uh, so we know Steven's going with a win. Cindy, thoughts on this one? That silence speaks volumes. I know, I know. I'm, I'm just not feeling real confident. Maybe after the first game I'll feel more confident. I'm going to go with this one for a W. I'm going to chalk this one up as a loss. Ooh. It was the first one to bet against us. Take note, everybody. Yep. Uh, Saturday, September 22nd, home, Clemson, to be determined on time. Steven, win? Win. How are they going to win without you there? You're not going to be there? Nope. Where are you going to be? Oh, Iowa, that's right. Yep. We're going to win. It's fine. Clemson, Clemson, Clemson's trash. <laughs> yeah, trash. <laughs> Cindy, you've already filled in my pick for me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you were going to go W on that one. Yeah, I'm... Kelly Bryant should be good this year. Like, not as, as if he wasn't good last year. You know, they made the playoff and all that. All that, you know. Yeah, you know, just... When was the last time they didn't make the playoff? 
Kelly Bryant should be good. <laughs> Which scares me. Their defensive line is like all four of them are first round talents on the defensive line. This is slightly off topic, but does Dabo leave Clemson ever? No. He's there for good. Mm-hmm. I, for good, yeah, sure. He doesn't. Until he retires, I mean, basically. Or gets scandaled out, yeah. All right, so here's the question. When does Saban leave Alabama? Because that's the only place that could pull Dabo. 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 It's true. He Does might he have leave for Alabama. Does he, did he go to college? He went to Alabama. He went to Alabama. Oh, okay. That's that's how <laughs> Alabama could get him. Is if Saban is leaving, Alabama will back that money truck up to his house in Clemson, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and be like, "We already got you a house out here in Tuscaloosa. It's decked out. He one hundred percent needs to go to Alabama. All the alumni are there to help him move. They'll chauffeur him all the way there." Yep. And they'll they'll put him in the back of the money truck and just drive him all the way there. Jimbo style. Yeah. Well, well how many years does Nick Saban have left? Till he want till he's done? Till he says no more? Saban's seventy? Checking that. Sixty six. Hmm, okay. So he's not quite as old as I thought. I don't think Does he have ten more years? I don't think he has ten. If he wants them, he's got them. Hmm. You Alabama's not going to stick around. You said the same thing about Bobby Bowden, too, and they ran him out. Yeah. They'll run Saban out once he gets a little... Stops losing. Unless he starts losing. Five years without winning the West? Yep. And I don't know what would cause... Uh, less than five. It won't be five. Yeah, he's... Yeah. You go two in a row losing the West? Uh-uh. No way. The West. No. He's got a little more... A little more... Than the that. West. He's got a little more than that. They lost the West last year. And won the national championship. He's he's got a little more rope than that. But yeah, I, I think you go five years without winning your division, he would be there. There would be a lot of people saying he's lost his edge. That he's just too old. I thought they have. I thought Alabama still has a buy into the playoffs for the next five years. <laughs> Basically, isn't that how they got in last year? Yeah, <laughs> I, we make fun. I am damn glad they were in. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too, 100%. I'd pay for, for them to go. All right, so I, I think we've, we've yeah. answered this question that there is a plausible chance that I think in if, the next decade, Dabo could be Yeah, if, Al, if Alabama, if, if, if Saban is done, Alabama will open up that bag to go get Dabo. And Clemson will be trash again. Uh, unfortunately, no. They've built a dynasty. They've got the facilities now and the reputation where you're going to be able to recruit there. And granted, you would have said the same thing about Florida. Florida had won two national championships under Urban Meyer. They They're had, not where they should be. No, and they've fallen right off by mediocre hire after mediocre hire. So you still have to hire the right guy. I mean, Alabama was down for how many years before yeah. saving came? Um, so you do have to hire the right guy, but... You don't have – there are so many constraints that were on Clemson 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that have been freed up by winning a national championship and, like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. taking that that burden. They're, they're, they're not Georgia. They're not, oh, these guys will never win one. Yeah. It's like, no, we can do it. Come on. Yeah. Be, be part of the team that does it. Um, okay, cool. So, so done Clemson. Saturday, September 29th, Bowling Green at home. That'll be a nooner. Right. I take it back. It'll be 1230 because it'll be on the ACC network. 
<laughs> we'll make yeah. it national. Win. Win. Yeah. I think we're all on the same same line there. That's the what second guaranteed game that we have. Did y'all ask for extra tickets to Alcorn or to Bowling Green? I haven't done either yet. I wanted to discuss the fifth guaranteed game. Yeah, yeah. Fifth. Um, I I went I went Bowling Green. I was later in the season. Honestly, I was kind of happy they gave us that option this year. Me too. That was impressive that they actually let us. It's like, guys, if you're not going to sell out two games, like, don't make us. I can't get people to go to an Alcorn State game. I could probably get somebody to go to well, Bowling Green. Well, also, the Alcorn State game is on Labor Day weekend, which everybody knows there's a million other things going on that weekend, yeah. even well, at Atlanta. Let's um, start football season. What else is going shoot, on? Shoot, man. NASCAR. It's a fun weekend. NASCAR's tight, but... Um, and then... Dragon Con. Dragon Con. Chick-fil-A kickoff. Yep. Who's playing the And Black Pride's that weekend. Who's playing the Chick-fil-A kickoff? Georgia. Auburn. Georgia and Auburn? No, there's two games. But I think Auburn's. Chick fil A kick. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Steven's World of Spelling. <laughs> not us. That's who's not playing. <laughs> We're not going to get beat by Tennessee this Auburn, year. Washington and no, Auburn. Right. Washington and Auburn. And it looks like two games. It, it looks like there's only one on September 1st. Maybe there's only one Chick fil A game, but isn't there another one? Maybe. Some years they've done one. Hold on, just, you know. I might have an Atlanta United game that weekend. Maybe. You don't know? Okay. No, I, I think one game out of time. i got to go on the 19th. It's the next game. So what do you think about this short turnaround? Play Bowling Green at home, and then the following Friday in Louisville? Yeah, Friday, October 5th at Louisville. 7 p.m. Espen. Um, yeah, we kind of got hosed there a little bit on the turnaround. Like, they didn't Thursday night us on it, but... They were all good. No. Bowling Green's not going to be the toughest opponent. I'm a little bit hopeful that we kind of recover a little bit. Use that game, you know, get it good and one in the first half, put in the backups, you know, start preparing for Louisville. Not that you want to look, look past a game, but that's my thought. Steven, I believe we're going to the game. Cindy, you coming to that one? Yeah. Um, I am undecided, leaning towards no. Why? It's going to be a busy weekend for me. Full send, Cindy. Busy weekend of football? <laughs> Georgia Tech football? Road game? When's the last time you've not enjoyed a road game? I'm not saying I wouldn't enjoy it. I'm just saying I may have other things that I have to take care of. That are more important than Georgia Tech football. Man. I know. <laughs> no. no. All right, Steven's got that one as a win because yeah. Steven things it's, um, it's a win, like it's a lock. This one, this one is. Uh, this one is gonna be close. I think it's gonna be a good game. It's right there with Pitt for me. But here's here's my key to victory on it. Do you know who the defensive coordinator now for Louisville is? They've lost some people. No, who's the defensive coordinator for Louisville? Brian Van Gorder. Ooh. That's you remember awesome. the last time we saw Brian Van Gorder? Yeah. Georgia yeah. hired him to come in as a special consultant just to play Georgia Tech because they thought, oh. Where was he at before? Notre Dame. And he That's was right. the head coach at Georgia Southern. And they ran him out of Georgia Southern because he decided to abandon the triple option. But anyway, Georgia brought him in to be the guru of, like, how do you prepare for the option? 
and we beat Georgia that year. So nice. I'm so happy to see Brian Van Gorder again, and I don't think uh, he's learned very much because the guy's basically an idiot. So yeah, win. <laughs> also, them losing you know, Lamar Jackson, I'm happy about. Like again, they'll have a good. They're going to have another. I've seen yeah, some I mean, of the. That's good for us. I've seen some of the stats on the the guy that's going to be coming in. He's he's good, but yeah. well, he hasn't played before, right? Before the season, yeah, he's filled in a little. He wasn't starting. Where did Lamar Jackson end up? Um, Ravens. They need some talent over there. Yeah, definitely. All right, next game Saturday, October thirteenth, at home versus Duke. That's homecoming. Ooh, is it? It is. A little early this year for homecoming. It is a little early. That's, what, two weeks early? Yeah. I guess we don't have... It's a little uh, hotter. Yeah. Don't have a couple games later in the season for that. So, Stephen, any thoughts about Duke this year? I'm going to beat him finally. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time since we beat Duke. That was the most disappointing loss in you my know, home last year. Terrible. Duke used to... Oh, I see this. And, and, like, I got a lot of respect for Duke because they used to... That's a fresh cold one. Um, they used to they used to just be you know they used to be Alcorn State they used to be trash they used to be a walk they come up and they've been playing real football the past couple of years and they they've built up their program they got a strong program going but we're gonna kick their ass this year I think that we have a team that's gonna want a little revenge which I want some revenge yep well Cindy how much other ability you got left. <laughs> Well, I never suited up, so does that mean I can go back? Maybe. <laughs> possibly, possibly. Yeah, I think we want a little revenge there, so I'm, I'm picking them to win. W's across the board there. Okay. Then the Thursday game, we get a, a, a half a week off, basically. But Our schedule is terrible. Got to prepare for Virginia Tech on Thursday, October 25th. Away. That's going to be a fun one in Lane Stadium on a Thursday when it it's gotten is. a little chilly. I want to go to that one, kind of. We beat them. That's one that get they get rowdy. That's that's when. That'd be a good time. It would be a good time. Um, if you haven't seen a game in Lane Stadium, it's a fun place to watch football, and that's the right we time. Went out with Jimmy. That's the right time. Yeah, we used to go up there. I don't know, three or four times. I've been up there a number of times for football games. I've seen Tech play up there, and I've seen. We won the last two in a row. Yeah. Is that where Tonka went, or did he go to Virginia? He went to Virginia. So, yeah, um, Thursday night, turn up, Lane Stadium, I'm probably... Really? Yeah. Oh, Phil. Yeah. You don't believe in us? Uh, that's, that's a That's difficult... when our magic happens, when we're down against the odds. We're against the odds. Thursday night. We're not against the odds. Honey, the odds don't lie. We got that. The odds are the odds. Look, look. <laughs> Georgia Tech spent more money this summer disposing of Russell gear than Virginia Tech has spent cleaning national championship trophies. And that doesn't mean a hill of beans when it comes to this season. It does. Okay. All right. Saturday, November 3rd at North Carolina. So. Still play them every year? Yeah, we do. (laughs) You heard about their team having basically everybody suspended for the first four games, right? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. It's rotating suspensions. 
rotating suspension? It's rotating mm. suspension. So they can put somebody out there? Because they had <laughs> what I heard from Stellan Jordans. They have rotating suspension. So certain players will sit out. So a bunch of it's like 13 players got a game or got a suspended game, including their starting quarterback. But it's going to be different players are going to sit out different games. Will be at will serve their suspended games at different times. That's, that's interesting. Crap. What I heard, I, I hadn't read that yet, so that's news to me. Um, that's not fair. So yeah, here's here's my biggest issue with it. Either way, they'll all be back for November third when we play them. Right? No, they said somebody's going to be out for our game. So they decided the NCAA decided to get involved in this. These are pieces of equipment that were given to the students that they then decided to sell. Which I get it. That's technically an NCAA violation. It shouldn't be. You give me a pair of shoes. I should do what I want with them. I, I sold shoes or whatever I had in college. Like, needed to make a couple bucks to forward books or whatever. Like, yeah. I sold things I had. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants your uh, penny loafers, Bill. <laughs> But the NCAA did not get involved when they discovered that UNC had been faking classes for a decade plus. That bothers me. Right. Like, I'm sorry. You got your your priorities mixed up here. Faking means, cl- yeah, that means NCAA only cares about the monetary um, yep. values. Faking classes and, like, putting them through, you know, like, oh, that's, that's outside of NCAA purview. Selling shoes is outside. Like, shit. Yeah. Dude down, uh, I, I want to say he's backup punter at FSU or backup kicker at FSU. I think it was FSU. Is in a similar situation where he started a business and he's not allowed to use his likeness on it. On his own website. Because he plays for FSU. Yep. Sometimes. He's on the team, technically. Yeah. So he quit. He quit football. Wow. Because he's not allowed. He's like, I'm not going pro. This is where I'm going. Right. Like, he's... Business is apparently pretty successful. I can't remember what it is, but there he's not allowed to, you know, under NCAA violation, it'd be an NCAA violation to use his likeness to advertise for his business. I could have done that if I was in school. Like I could have advertised for my business. Yeah. No. Sense. When you're in college, you can write a book and you can publish a book, and you would get. And it was a business, the New York Times bestseller. You would get praised by your college for writing this wonderful, successful New York Times bestseller book. However, if you play football and you write a book, or any NCAA sport, or any you know collegiate sport, and you write a book and it's a New York Times bestseller, you get kicked off the team, suspended, because you're using your name. I think we have a ways to go to figure all that out. Yep. Amateurism as it is right now is obviously broken to a certain degree. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but clearly it's fucked that you can basically skip classes or not have classes or whatever they did and then look the other way. But you sell a pair of shoes for 200 bucks and you get four games. Did you read the article about um, the old Miss violations and the rebel rags like store and the, the kid from Mississippi state that turned him in huh. and all this. Oh, it's really interesting. Okay. Send, send that my way. I will. So North Carolina, I'm going L cause we're going to mess up one of these. That's my thought. Yeah. That was kind of my Virginia tech one. I'll, I'll, I'll take that one as a W. Um, going back to North Carolina, it said, 
since multiple players share the same position, the NCAA has approved a request to stagger certain suspensions. Carney will sit games against East Carolina, UCF, Pittsburgh, and Virginia Tech, while Fox will miss the Miami, Syracuse, Virginia, and Georgia Tech games. I don't think they should be able to plan for that. I think they should draw them out of the hat on game day. You're sitting today. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of things that make college football a lot. <laughs> kind of like that idea. So, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think they should be allowed to plan their schedule around it. It's dumb. All right. Saturday, November 10th. At home versus Miami. According to Steven, this will be a battle of undefeated. Oh, you think Miami's going to be undefeated going in? <laughs> let me, hold on. Let me, let me look at Miami's schedule, and I'll tell you if they're undefeated or not going in. Oh, no. Uh-uh. They play LSU. Yeah, they play LSU, number one. They're going to start off with an L. They're, but then they play nobody. They then they play Florida State. Florida they're State. going to have two losses by the time... And they play Duke. They're going to have three losses. <laughs> They're going to lose back-to-back to Duke and Georgia Tech. Uh, they'll beat Duke. I think they beat No. I think okay. they'll beat FSU. Okay. okay. They either – here's where it is. FSU's got a new coach, you got to remember. True. I think if they beat LSU, they might be undefeated. No. They're not beating LSU. They're not beating Duke. They're not beating Georgia Tech. What are people picking LSU as preseason? Miami's top 10, right? Yeah. So, Miami's top 10, and... I'm sure Blake would have him in the top 10. <laughs> Shout out to Blake. Coach's poll says LSU at... 24. Ooh. So, 24. Miami undefeated? It's possible. Yeah, it's, it's got a chance. So, all right. Steven's got... Undefeated going down in that game. Cindy, what are you, you thinking about Miami? I think this is going to be a really tough game to watch at home. Probably one of the toughest we have to watch this season. We've lost to Miami three times in a row. we got to win this one. I'm going like, with an L and hoping for a W. I like us in this one. You like us in this one? Yep. Because here's, of revenge for last year? Here's why. That's the only thing I We see. played them close last year. Like, down to the wire close. Off a they fluky look, helmet yes. ball off the head. Not even that. Deflected pass, okay, whatever. They had to march down the field on a bunch of out routes just to get to that position. Against a defense that we know is pretty trash. This is starting to get late enough the season in November where Nate Woody is going to have had a chance to work out a lot of those early season kinks. And basically, the full defense will be installed and up to speed at that point. So Woody's going to have the kinks worked out by then. Yep. They'll have had tape. They'll have seen things go, you know, go right enough that I think we probably have a decent defense then. I like how our offense is lining up this year. And I, I think it's so hard to make preseason projections. Yeah, no, it's not. You just say some shit. You just say win the whole time. I know. <laughs> All right, Saturday, November seventeenth, first Virginia. Anybody picking a loss there? No. No. Fuck Virginia. Cool. And then Saturday, they November. They beat us last year. They, they did they, again on a lucky last minute. Same same logic that goes with Miami. I'm using for Virginia. Plus, we got them both at home. We had them both away last year. And then Saturday, November 24th, 
away at Georgia. You going to that game? It just I'll have to make the decision once I know more about our team. Man. It's you never you. make the decision preseason. We're going to Louisville. This is different. This is Georgia, and I have I've never lost it in Athens, so I can't just be like, "Oh yeah, I'm going." You haven't been to Athens often enough. Because <laughs> you get one. I only go when we win. You get one loss there, and you'll never go back. <laughs> well, it's not really worth going back for. Uh, Athens is trash. Georgia's terrible. We'll beat them. I don't think they'll be as good as they were last year. They weren't good last year. But I, don't. Season, I, don't, I mean, they could very well be undefeated. Like, they're, they're, they don't play anybody. Oh, yeah, they don't play anybody. I don't think they'll be as good as they were last year. I don't think that matters because I still think they're probably a top 15 team. For sure. I mean, they'll definitely be in the top 15 if they don't lose any games. They only <laughs> have, they've only had three players arrested this summer. That's putting up low numbers for them. That is low numbers. Yeah. My biggest thoughts on Georgia is they're going to have to replace the running backs. If they can replace the running backs... They're going to be dangerous again. I don't think they're going to do it. But, again, I don't I don't think we're in their class this year. Did you see the tweet about the kid that said that Georgia paid him to come there? Yeah. Think it's real or you think he's just messing? I think it's real. I think it's totally real. We always play better in Athens than we do at home. Hmm. I don't know about that, but. That's true the last few years. We just got to win. No, we just happened to play them in Athens when we were a good team, not because we played better there. I don't know there. if I agree with that. 2014, we were a better team. No, than we were a great team in 2014. Right. <laughs> we would have played them better in 2014 at home than we would have played them at home last year. I think it's just we happen to have been good on every other year, and it happens to be the years when we play in Athens. So, by that logic, we should be good this year, I guess. But you go. <laughs> so, you going with the W? No. Bill, you're just not a believer. Fine. You go with the W right now. I am. Go I am. It. Nice. Go with the W. All right. Because it's in Athens. <laughs> so that means Cindy's going to the game. You might as well buy yeah. tickets now. No. I, you know how expensive they'll be if you wait. They're $100. They're always $100 or $90. Yeah, if you can get them. They're not hard to get. If you can get them. Nobody goes to that game. We can get them. Ain't no problem. Yeah. You don't think people, if they, if they can get 500 bucks like they could last year for a Georgia game, they're not going to be buying tickets and no, scalping? No, nobody goes to that game after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Look, if we need to be there, we'll be there. Yeah, money, nothing but a thing. To see Georgia lose to Georgia Tech. All right. Okay, cool. So that's the... So who do you think we're seeing the ACC championship game? Clemson. <laughs> like, who, again... FSU's down. Okay. Nobody that. So you think we're going to beat Atlantic? You think we're going to beat Clemson twice in a year? No. <laughs> I don't think we're going to beat Clemson once in a year. <laughs> What's make the question? It, it make it very hard. Make it very hard to beat Clemson twice in a year if I don't think we're going to beat them the first time. So you think we're just going to beat them once in a year? Mm-mm. No. So who do you have going to the final four? Oh. Do it. Do it. Let's let's save that conversation for that's a long yeah a minute from now. Um, any other things you want to mention about our team, about the depth chart, about the light, the makeup of the team, any of that kind of stuff that you want to talk about before we move on from? from I would just back? like to say that tailgate season is going to be awesome this year. We have a really nice looking shirt. Shout out WSPTA group effort. I'm excited about it. So. We're talking about depth charts right now. We're not talking about t-shirts. 
What does WSBTA stand for? T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely does stand for T-shirts, basically. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're getting... See, I guess we didn't get a big jump on things this year, but we got things done. We managed to. Thanks pull it to off. Uh, Han and, and Kristen and Anna for doing yeah. doing the heavy lifting on that, and Cindy for helping out there too. So we will have new T-shirts. I think Steven's got a batch of koozies that he's going to be uh, passing out. Yep, fresh koozies up. Fresh koozies. All right. Um, so I guess from a depth chart perspective, the one thing I, I wanted to mention, maybe we should mention this before the the rundown of the schedule, but the thing that gives me the most optimism on the team is the returning depth on the offensive side of the ball. So yeah. I still have, again, still have concerns about the defense and them getting used to learning a new system, um, having the right players in the right places, all that kind of stuff, and playing fast. Like Concerns me still. But on the offensive side of the ball, we're going to return starters at basically every position except for receiver. We, we don't... Brad Stewart's back, three-year starter, so he's got some, but we're, we lost Ricky June. Yeah, we, the wide receiver is probably our weakest spot, I think, on the offensive side of the ball. But the line comes back strong. Apparently, Jahazel Lee's been doing something right at center. But all we need you to do is catch, like, three passes a game, and we're good. Yep. So, center's good with Jahazel. Parker Braun's been, he was all ACC last year. We still have Quay Cersei, right? Yep. He's good for two passes out of the backfield a year. Clinton Lynch is healthy. Oh, well then, yeah, we're good. Clinton Lynch, do you remember two years ago how open Clinton Lynch yeah. was every single play? He he won the game in Dublin, right? Uh, yeah, that wasn't on a pass. Is he related to yeah. Marshawn? That's what I'm saying. No. He, he, uh, he caught the thing on fourth down in Dublin. Ah, yes, he to did. To let us go on. That yes. was him, right? Yes. Um, wow. But, yeah, he was... I remember that. Me he was, He's always been the one that was, like, streaking past the, the safety, and the safety's like, oh, shit, he's running by me. And he was injured last year, so he's healthy. Caronte's back. Things I love Caronte. Things will slow down for Quan. Quan, go, go to bed. bed. <laughs> Stop playing Fortnite all night. Man, <laughs> you need to... He, there's an interview for him where he talks about how much he's playing Fortnite... It's like, dude, you don't have time to be playing five hours of Fortnite a day. <laughs> He's like, I have to calm it down in the season. I'm like, you need to calm it down in the summer, too. Go to bed, Quan. <laughs> nah, I love you. Um, yeah, offensive line, we've got tackles coming back, too. Like it, it feels like another one of those years, kind of like 2014 did, where it's like, okay, we've got some seniors. We've got some upperclassmen. The defensive side of the ball, we'll see. But we've had some good recruiting classes on defense recently. Mm-hmm. And if they play fast and, and they can keep it simple and not have them, you know, don't think, just play kind of mentality. I'm excited to see what Woody can do. Yeah. I mean, it can't be any worse. Yeah. So, if, if we're better on offense, I mean, think about how many games we were in last year. Tennessee, Virginia. Yes. Um, Miami. Like, that's three right there that... Literally one or two more plays on offense to milk the clock would have been the difference in the game, even if the defense doesn't get well, I mean, any. Better. You know, Tennessee was a fumble. Yeah, but again, one or yeah. two more. If we would, I mean, if he, if he wouldn't have fumbled the ball, we would have won that game. But not even that. Even and if on the next drive, Miami, even if on the next drive we get another first down and burn yeah. some more clock, like it's it's Miami so close. was that stupid helmet thing. 
But even before that. Yeah, then explain Duke and Virginia. Yeah, it does. We score one more time. Duke, Duke, we were tied at halftime. Yeah, but then what happened? Like it The went, offense couldn't score. It was terrible. Again, even if the defense doesn't get any worse, if the offense can be a little more consistent and get one or two more first downs a game, maybe it doesn't flip the Duke game, but it flips Virginia, Miami, and Tennessee. Yeah. And it's like three wins last year takes us from five and seven to a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Like eight and four. Pretty happy about eight and four with a first first year quarterback. So again, the, the defense isn't going to be any can't be any worse, and the offense probably is going to be better. I kind of like our chances to like. You know, what do I have us going? You have, I think, another extra loss aside from mine. They were both at four, three losses. No, you're at four losses. Yeah. Is that right? You're at four losses. Where's the fourth one? Virginia Georgia. Tech. Yeah. All right. So maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised and we'll get one more win than I'm, I'm picking right now. But I feel like that's a, you know, four-loss season going, you know, eight and four. Is that what I got to set? Mm-hmm. I'd be happy with that. I'd be... I'd be happy just to be bowl eligible. Bowl eligible and not going to, like, the pinstripe bowl. Like, all right. That's another level. <laughs> yeah. Not going to Detroit for a bowl game. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was that Bailey Ivermeyer got a scholarship. Um, so talking about linemen coming back and, and doing, you know, going to have more experience there. This guy, I didn't even realize it last year, that he started like six games as a walk-on, which damn good on him amazing. yeah for for putting in that level of commitment and uh i'm glad the coach recognized it and gave him a scholarship as you know so i kind of like i read his bio i kind of like uh some of his history so his dad played for tech in the early 80s mm-hmm. and so he was teammates with um swilling pat swilling yep and kevin henderson whose sons are also on the team yep so and you know what else he was teammates with Todd Stansbury. Oh, yes. I did read that. So, T. Maybe that's why you got the scholarship. <laughs> I think Todd probably could have found another scholarship, but you start six games. Like, walk-ons aren't supposed to see the field, much yeah. less start. Right. Like, they're, they're supposed to be the guys that are like, first Alcorn State, you need to mop up. Here's your chance to play a series. Hey, right. it's Georgia Tech. We can do that. We can. So, good for Bailey. All right. Back to where we were going. Playoff. Playoff? Talking about playoffs? Steven, who do you like to make the playoffs? Georgia Tech, Alabama, Texas A&M. A&M? You think Jimbo in his first year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's going to have him lit. Wow, okay. And then... Are they even ranked preseason? Does it matter? Let's throw in uh, I mean, not really, but I can figure that out. We'll throw in an Ohio State. Ohio State? Mm-hmm. Without Texas, Urban Meyer? Texas A&M is in others receiving votes in the coaches' poll. <laughs> so is Duke. So are we probably. So is Arnold. No, so is Appalachian State. We aren't in there. No, we're not. We, we need to prove something. We didn't get any votes. All right, Bill, who's your four? 
Bam is the easy one. Yep. I'm also going to go with Ohio State. I do too, but I think they have of, of the like power can we, can teams. Can we come back and talk about Urban Meyer real quick? Yeah, we, yeah, can. we can. Okay. Um, of the power teams, they have. Oh, but their schedule was trash. One of the easier routes. They always have it easy. Yeah, I mean, their conference is not as strong as some of the others. All that kind of stuff. Um, oh, they're forty fourth. Forty first. Yeah. 41st in uh, strength of schedule. So they have a harder schedule than UGA. Yeah. It's the dogs. Yep. It just means more. I'm going to go with Washington. They kind of got a raw deal last year. I thought about Washington. If they can beat Auburn to start the season, they're going to have a lot of confidence rolling through Pac-12 schedule. Like, yeah, they're going to have to play a Stanford or somebody like that, but... Chris Peterson's, like, everybody knows he's a good coach, right? That's not something people argue. Do they have a big enough fan base for the committee to allow him yeah, to go to the do. top four? They, I mean, did you see them when they were here uh, a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. They invaded Atlanta when they played Alabama. Yeah. Aren't I, they here again this year? Yeah. Like what you just said? Yeah, to start mm-hmm. the season. So, um, yeah, if they can get past, you know, they got a top ten battle to start the season, and then it's like, okay. You won't face anybody that good the rest of the year until playoff. Yeah. So what's that? Three teams? Three. Oh. What about last year's undefeated national champ? They're not going to get picked. They won't make it. Yeah, it's probably Clemson's the fourth. Like I said, Kelly Bryant's too good. So no UCF? No, no UCF. Yeah, Clemson. Clemson, the Atlantic doesn't have a second team that can compete with them, so they're going to win the Atlantic. And it'll come down to how good is Miami, if Miami is who everybody thinks they are out of the Coastal. And I'm assuming that Clemson would beat Miami, and if so, you're talking about a one-loss Clemson, maybe an undefeated Clemson. I mean, one-loss Clemson made it last time. Right. I got. I got to think of one-loss Clemson's in again. So that's even my four. Even when that loss was to Georgia Tech. I mean, it was Syracuse last year. This is true. So I guess we could have Georgia Tech and Clemson back in. Another, they would have lost to us twice. That's only in your world. <laughs> it's real world. Oh, Who you got, Cindy? Ideal. Um, I've got Alabama because it's Alabama. Roll Tide. They get, they auto you know they get the automatic in. Yeah, again, I, I kind of wanted to say Alabama asterisks or other SEC plug-in. Like you know, there's going to be an SEC team. Yes. So it just means more, right? Well, so it, it's Georgia maybe. Or LSU maybe. Maybe. Auburn. I don't know if LSU's really Texas that good. Texas A&M. I don't think there's two teams from the SEC getting in again. Texas A&M. You don't? No. You think they took too much flack for that? I think you do it twice in a row, you'd catch a lot of flack. People would start saying, we've seen an SEC championship game already. That was last week. Right. Like, 
one time, okay, they were the best couple teams. You start if that starts to become a, a trend, then the Pac twelve getting left out starts saying what the fuck. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Alabama, Clemson. I just don't see there's a how there's a way they're they're gonna have a crappy season. Um, Michigan State. Really? It's a little bit of a dark horse. Um Mostly for the money side of things. I think they have a huge fan base. Um, so they might have a good good chance if they have a decent season. And I'm having a trouble figuring out my last one. You don't know where you should go, Sandy? I don't know where I should go. Might have to go tech. Even though, or there's no way we're going to make top four. Right there. You can't get Clemson, you can't get Clemson and tech in. Yeah. That's your answer. Okay. Oregon. I was going for another. I wanted to go for another school, Ooh, and I would have Oregon, said Ohio huh? State, but Oregon's I don't like bringing new coach in too. Hey, yeah, uh, Ohio State. So let's let's talk about that a little bit. I'm, I picked them, and if Urban Meyer gets fired, then that pick seems worthless to me. It won't be them if he's gone. Yes. Um, but I don't have a lot of faith in Ohio State to do the right thing. <laughs> I have a lot of faith in them to do what's in their own self interest, which is keep, keep Urban. Urban. Meyer. Big time college football deal. Um, so yeah, if, if backing up, are we all in agreement that Urban Meyer probably hid some shit that he should have run up the flagpole? I think he probably knew about things that you that, know that he should have let somebody know about. Possibly. Um, I have a problem with this whole like, you know, if I know someone is a bad person, but they're good at their job. Like, in my world, in my world of software, does that mean I can't hire them? I think there's a little bit of a difference between bad person and committing crimes. Yeah. That's true. And, yeah, domestic abuse has, there's a large amount of times where domestic abuse does not proceed into the criminal criminal realm realm. because somebody doesn't want to. To come to, up and face the facts that you, it's a crime. Not just face the facts, but like, it's hard to get somebody to testify against their spouse. That's true. Like, that doesn't happen a whole lot. Right. You know. Does that make it not criminal? Like, if, if you don't get caught stealing, is stealing still wrong? Right. Well, it's more like, it's, if it's not prosecuted, like, as right. a crime, right. then is it? And my answer is yes. You murder somebody, it doesn't matter whether you get caught or not. You're a fucking horrible person. And you shouldn't be working for me or my company or whoever. <laughs> right. So, my thoughts on it are Urban knew details that he should have made others aware of. Whether it was his job to fire him or not, I think I would want my coach. And if I was him, I would say, yes, it is his responsibility. I think I think Urban Meyer's but, hands were tied a little bit, probably. Even if he had run it up the flagpole? Well, if he runs it up the flagpole, then he can claim that. Not running up the flagpole, I think, negates that. Right. Because then you're covering. You're sweeping it under the rug. Well, and that guy's, like, grandfather is, like, his mentor, like, Urban's mentor, too. It doesn't matter. I know. If your dad kills somebody, you're not calling the cops? Yeah. Like, it's... Did Urban have to make a difficult decision? Yes. Did he make the right decision? No. I don't think anybody knows, though. I don't know how they're going to prove all of this. Do you not think that the dude was beating his wife? 
Oh, yes, I totally do. Okay. Do you think that Urban knew? But you have to prove it. Do I'm, and I'm not saying did you prove it. I'm saying do you think Urban knew? Yes, I think that he knew. Okay, then he should have told somebody. I agree. Okay. Then but, what he did was wrong. But I'm just saying if you're Ohio State, how do you prove that? Oh, you find emails or texts. All of it's open records. Do you, you think they're going to fire you? You don't think they're going to fire him because they're Ohio State. They I fight. don't have a whole lot of faith in him to fire him, no. I think that the investigation will probably come out with a very PC, well, we can't prove it beyond a reasonable yes. doubt, which is fucked I think up. That's because, exactly what they're going to do. Because that's not the standard. Reasonable doubt's the standard in a court of law, not for a university. Well, this is not the first uh, shady thing that Urban Meyer's been right. been in either. Right. He's got a track record. Yeah. And I think the only thing that makes me think he might get fired is that I think the AD is probably on the hook too if he doesn't fire him. Mm-hmm. That if this all just... So it's like, do I lose my job too? Right. If this all just gets swept under the rug, does the AD get fired in a year? Right. I think if the AD wants to keep his job, he has to fire Urban Meyer. Because he, I believe he's the same guy who hired him, and he should have known that Urban comes with some baggage, and this baggage apparently was this part of whether or not this is all of the baggage, but this at least was going on during their time in Florida, too. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this is only under one, like you should have known this coming in. Right. What are your thoughts, Stephen? I don't know. No thoughts. I don't know enough about it. It's a little weak. I don't know enough about it. I'm reading about it right now. Steven is hand shit. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so I'm going to Alabama, Clemson, Michigan State, Oregon. Yeah. I think you have, sometimes you just have to throw the Pac-12 in there just in case. The Pac-12, <laughs> yeah, and that's why I was going Washington a little. Yep. The other one who might jump in is Notre Dame. They're, they're always maybe, right? They always are, and they're starting the season ranked 11th. That's like, good for them. And they're going to play a schedule that on yeah, paper is... hard schedule. Yeah. Well, they'd never play a, a cupcake, which maybe you don't play as many top five teams in their schedule. Like, they get, I want to say it's Vandy, Wake, like, but, like, compare that to Alcorn or Georgia's UMass or whoever, like, yeah, Vandy and Wake are much more difficult than those teams. So, again, if it's, if they go, I mean, they're going to start off the season playing number 14 Michigan, you're the number 10, 11 team and you beat number 14 team, like, yeah, you start to edge up towards top, top five range pretty quickly. You're going to end up playing Stanford and USC. Yeah. That's my whole problem with preseason rankings is they're just a bunch of bullshit. They like, really are. I really think, you know, I would like it better if it was like, hey, in no particular order, these are the best 25 teams we think there are in the preseason. And then not even have a ranking schedule until like week three or four. Like once people have played some people and done some stuff like you know, it's just it's one of those things like whoever starts out up top can stay up there a lot easier. The numbers are just than, arbitrary. yeah, yeah. It, it, it's you know, if number two plays number seven and 
number two loses, they fall to number six, and number seven goes up to number four. But if, you know... Well, the problem is number, it's a weekly game, too, so, like, the teams yeah. change week by week. Yeah, if number 18 loses to number seven, or, you know, number 15, then they're all so out we, of the thing. So we should go back to the BCS? No. The, I'm just saying... computers don't care who what you started off as. I'm just saying... Uh, yeah, go back to BCS. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Why um, are we extending the playoff to eight, like more teams? It's a good question. The answer is not soon enough. Yeah. It should be an eight-team eight playoff. The, the eight-team playoff where you include the five Power Five conference winners. Yeah. The highest-ranked group of six team. So that's your UCF or Boise from previous years or... TCU, right? Uh, when they were not in a in a major conference, that's six, and then you get two at larges. So that's your last year. Your Alabama would have been, yep, one of those at larges. The wild cards. Yep. Like that's the right way to like the concept of having conferences doesn't mean crap if you can box one of them out. Yep. And last year, if you you know if you don't. You eliminate the best team, the team that ended up winning the playoff. Like they would win out based on your conference system. So either the conferences matter or the conferences don't matter. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is, extending it by one week doesn't change anything. Here's here's the other proposal that I think. But then you do you get rid of conference championship? Games? I think you have to go to sixteen if you get rid of conference championship games. That's what I was about to about to say is that there is a way to do this and make sure everybody, nobody gets left out. And that's to take your Power 5 conference, expand to 16-team, eliminate the conference championship games altogether, and you win your division, you're in the playoff. That's 10 teams. Mm. You give two teams to your Mountain Wests and your AACs and your other, like two group of five teams. So you've got your 10, 10 Power 5 teams, your two group of five teams. And then... You've got four at large spots. So you still get your, I mean, there's almost zero chance you'd be outside, inside the top 10 and not make the playoff. Right. You, you could, in theory, be number eight or number nine and miss the playoff. Sorry. Should have tried harder. Should have won your conference. Not, your feeling, not feeling too bad for it. Yeah. If you didn't win your division and you ended up number nine, shame on you. Yeah. Like you, you blew it. Maybe you were in a hard division. Well, you obviously lost the game. Right. You know? like, Easy. Yeah. yeah. You, you lost to somebody head-to-head. And if you went undefeated the rest of the way, you're probably not going to be number nine. Right. So you probably lost two games. Maybe one was out of conference. Again, I'm not feeling too bad for number eight or number nine. If you're number five or six, you're probably one of those four at-large teams because there's enough ahead of you that are going to be automatic bids. Yeah. I think that's the ultimate way to go. Like, And I love the old school, like, Oh, we're the SEC, oh, we're the ACC. But we've gotten so far away from that by not playing everybody and having divisions mm-hmm. that it kind of doesn't make like, great. We get to play Clemson every year, but I don't I don't care about Syracuse right. or Boston College or... They're not even in the ACC anymore, are they? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Right. But I don't care about Boston College or Syracuse or really Wake or oh. NC State. Are they still in it? Yeah. <laughs> like great, we get to play Louisville this year. Every other year for the past decade, I could have cared less about Louisville. Yeah, 
except for watching Lamar Jackson, but then that was purely for entertainment purposes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of over conferences. And great, make them, make the divisions instead of being seven teams, so you have a four, like, great, make them eight teams or nine teams, like, if you want to pull in a couple more teams, because, like, we used to have eight-team conferences. They were great. Yeah. They worked. Basically, these conferences they have now, they just mash two conferences together. massive, yeah. They dissolved the Big East. They dissolved the Southwest Conference. They brought in a handful of schools that were independents previously. And they smashed them all together and called them conferences. Yep. So, that's where I am with conferences and playoff. And I think the answer to your initial question of when do we get there? 10 years from now? Ugh. 2025 plus? 2025 is not 10 years from now. Seven. I think, I think it doesn't happen right then. I think that's the soonest it would happen. I mean, they're locked in through 2022 on the current system. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think they'd have to renew it in the next two years or something like that for the next four after that. So there's a chance it happens then, but hmm. these guys, how long did it take of people jumping up and down saying we just put in a playoff to get four teams? Think I don't know why they thought a playoff of four teams is better than but that money. That's, that's what it's all really about all about. That TV. That's yeah. what's going to drive it is they're going to realize that a 16-team playoff gets you more money than... Think about the betting. Oh, man. <laughs> they, just have to, they just have to figure out... Think about the gambling. The, what, what the problem they have right now is the income coming in from the conference championship games. How to offset that with these things. And so, basically... You know, you're going to have your big conferences, and, that, and that's what it is. You know, your SEC, your ACC, and all this have these big conference championship games that people want to watch. They want to guarantee that they're still going to get that income coming in. Yep. Well, because the conference gets the money for that, right? A lot of money. Yeah, so it gets divvied up. But at, at the same time, okay, so instead of playing ACC versus ACC, the first round you get seeded. And we got to, you know, first round Clemson plays Oregon. Yeah. Or USC or whoever wins Pac-12. You know, you, you seed it out and it's like... I think the more... Also that the game would be exciting as hell. The game, whether it's ACC championship or nationally televised ACC number one versus Pac-12 number two. Yeah. You'd be able to sell ads... Sure, sure. And every, like, you but could like, get it. I think it gets harder for the fans the more games you play. Because if you want to keep going to all the games that your team is in and they keep winning, how many more games is that? Well, then also you have the student-athletes. How, how much can you work the student-athletes? They need to be back at school focusing on their finals and their studies. Why? Because they're student-athletes. One, double, one, double a, one double A doesn't seem to have a problem with a 16-team playoff. Oh, every one of them does. The, um, what's the coach that's so funny? When he talks about the playoffs, he talks. He was the one giving the marriage advice too. You know what I'm talking about? Gundy, maybe. 
Cool story. Anyway, it's not about the student athletes needing to, you know, not being able to play enough or any, you know, that's all crazy. Like the bottom line here is that they, they can sell out these games and maybe you do the first round as a home game. Yeah. That like, would be better. You could sell out. But it can't be a home game for everybody. Great. Top eight, get home games. Then Mike, you keep the... Mike Leach. Mike Leach, I know, yeah. Um, then you keep some of the, the incentive to win and be ranked high by getting the home game. You sell out. You don't have to rent a stadium like the right. Dome or somewhere like that. You already own it. Like, yeah, you have to, you know, bring in the staff again. Like, whoop de do. Yeah. Compared to renting out Panther Stadium up in Charlotte. Yeah. And yeah, ESPN's going to pay the same amount of money for, what, eight of these games versus the five that they'd get right, or, yeah, five right now? Okay, I think that's more money in the pockets of all the schools, right? Right. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Well. I think it's doable. Anything else we wanted to cover today? No. Not that I can think of. What you got, Bill? Nothing, man. Nothing. I guess, uh, like I said, volleyball's coming up. Hunting Caroline went to the scrimmage yesterday. I saw that. I need to... I didn't renew my tickets yet. I might, might be too late. I am sure they will still sell you a season ticket. I'm sure they will, too. <laughs> no, that's a lot of fun. Um, and we should go to more of those games. Steven, you should think about buying a ticket, too. I bought a ticket to the volleyball last year. Did you renew? I haven't renewed yet, no. Just well, think about doing that. Maybe. They'll probably sell you one, too. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, then I guess that's it for us. Um, try to get this thing out quick, and next podcast, uh, per perhaps at the tailgate. Perhaps. 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 Eight AM podcast. Ooh. Coffee. Coffee. Coffee podcast. Coffee podcast. Coffee podcast. Talk about the weather. It'll be warm. <laughs> I'm going to bet that on September 1st, even at 8 a.m., it'll be warm. Yep. And we'll be out. And humid. Don't forget the humidity. Oh, yeah. The duel will just be like, <laughs> the duel will set Evaporated. it. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be just warm enough to steam it. We'll have the tents up. The grill's fired up. Yeah, I'm excited to be tailgating again. It's going to be a good day. All right, kids. Till next time. See ya. Don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, smash that like. That's true. Find us on the grams or... I don't know. Anywhere, I suppose. On the Twitters. Go Twitter. Go Twitters. <laughs>